Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, spring is a great time for a tune-up. You know, I'm having a little trouble with one of my cars right now. And I'm just reminded how long it's been since I had any major trouble. Great time for a tune-up. Get things in place. Get some new spark plugs, some new wires. Hey, we can do that in our lives as well, in our businesses, in our jobs. Spring's a time that gives us a fresh look. Coming out of the dead time, you know, when I look around and see the trees and then I see the new buds coming out, I think, boy, I hope my life is looking like that. I hope there are new signs of life right now. Here in March, in my life, hey, I know you're feeling the same thing. Our sponsor today is Casper, my friends with a mattress. You can get $50 off any mattress by visiting caspersleep.com slash 48 days, and then use the promo code 48 days. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. I got some cute stories about the mattress that we have here in a little bit as well. Well, our, our theme for today is... I'm reading, listening, and learning, but my life hasn't changed. I got some interesting feedback in this week's email blast about that very issue. I got some things I want us to kind of ponder a little bit in that arena. What does it take to really have change? Does it come from just reading and listening and going to workshops and seminars? What are the key ingredients So here's some of the things we're going to be talking about. Here's one of the comments from a listener. The more I listen to your podcast or similar podcast, Michael Hyatt, Dave Ramsey, Entree Leadership, the more helpless I feel in my search for career happiness. At times, I'm starting to feel bitter. Here's another one. Dan, every night I listen to podcasts, watch TED Talks, and listen to audiobooks about finding your passion, starting a business or personal development. I've listened to over 30 of the books Most entrepreneurs say to read, I've done this since 2008, but there has been no change. Okay, well, here's some more. I have a great job. However, I'm not fulfilled. Then I accepted a new position in a company that provided me an almost 30% increase over what I was making previously. Dan, how do you get over not getting the job? It's devastating. All right, we'll look at that. Dan, am I not getting job offers because of my age, 58? Well, we'll talk about those and more. Got some success stories I want to share, some upcoming events I want to share with you as well. Here's our quotation for the day. It comes from Ben Sweetland, who said, We cannot hold a torch to light another's path without brightening our own. Well, that's a great story. Great thought. Let's go on to the, some success, success stories. Here's one from Brent who says, I'm writing to let you know I've been a huge, I'm writing to let you know you've been a huge part of my transition from day job to dream job, which just occurred. I've listened to you for five years and I'm so thankful to have you as a mentor. This past Friday was my last day with my former employer. I had been in medical device sales for the past 10 plus years, making a six figure income. I've dreamed of being self-employed for about the last seven years, but had struggled to produce enough income to replace that of my day job. 
My wife had wisely been reluctant for me to quit my job and just go for it. So I started slowly after initially investing in real estate seven years ago, beginning my own medical device distributorship five years ago with one sales rep. Both businesses finally hit a tipping point in 2014 that allowed me to then make this leap. Now, Brent goes through a lot of details there. Things are really rocking and rolling. Love what you're doing, Brent. I love the the remodel that you did, that you're now leasing out. You know, beautiful kind of thing that you're doing there. And Brent says, thanks again, Dan, for all you do. I'm so thankful for people like you, Darren Hardy. Now, I want you to listen to this because we're going to hear some other comments today about listening to the same things where nothing has happened. But Brent says, I'm so thankful for people like you, Darren Hardy, Seth Godin, Dave Ramsey, who have all been my mentors over the last few years. If I had one piece of advice for your listeners looking to make the transition from day job to dream job, it would be to take massive action. Whether it's breaking out of a stale partnership to forge your own way or finally pulling the trigger to make something with the promise to sell it and ship it, massive action over time will eventually yield results. Thank you again for your wise counsel, Dan. I'm eternally grateful, and neither myself nor my family will ever be the same as a result. God's best to you and your family. I want you to hear what Brent is saying there. He listened, read, learned, went to the seminars, and took massive action quit his job, has his own business, investments in real estate, some really cool things happening. All right, here's another one. Uh, We're still in the success stories here. This comes from Nate, who says, I owned my own insurance business and absolutely hated it. I felt like I was trapped because the amount of time and money I had put into it because I didn't want to give up but and I didn't want to give up the renewals coming if I stuck it out. I read your book, was convinced there was a way out if I had a plan. I'm now part of a dynamic team of headhunters who help other people find something better. I hope to be as instrumental in changing lives as you are and have been for me. Please let people know that I'm here to help if they live in Utah and need a change. Comes from Nate Riggle. You live in, live in Utah and need a change? Let me know. I'll connect you with Nate. Tim says, Dan, I wanted to send you a follow-up on a question I sent you about my mowing business that you answered several weeks ago about increasing my sales. First, I've been listening to you and several other podcasts, Zig, Dave Ramsey, and catch myself singing your 48 Days theme song. Before the mowing season really kicks off, it can be slow. So let me tell you what has happened. I met a man. Now, he's been listening and paying attention to some of the things that we've been talking about here. He said, I met a man at a gas station who's become a regular customer that had a big trim job. Then another customer referred me to two of her friends for trimming jobs. Another customer, her mother had some work that needed to be done. It will require sod, new shrubs. It's true. Listening to you when I'm headed home feels more productive and not listening to the news of the day that always makes me feel depressed. Thanks, Tim. Well, hey, we could go on and on and on and on and on. We're going to stop there with the stories some of those stories coming in hey have you got a success story please let us know just go to the 48days.com site click on the podcast link you can just shoot it in there look for the red starburst there you can just put it in there share your story with others love to hear the stories about how you have listened learned 
drunk the Kool-Aid, but the big deal is to take action. We're going to circle around to that here in a little bit as well. Take action is what separates you from the pack. Well, I mentioned today's sponsor is Casper. Now, you've heard me talk about how we have a Casper mattress. Comes in a box. The UPS ships it to you. Shows up at your door. And you open that up, and it expands and becomes this amazing mattress. Now, it really is. Again, you can go to caspersleep.com slash 48 days. Use the promo code 48 days. I just got a note this morning from Kent Julian. You've heard me talk about Kent. He's one of our superstar coaches, coach speakers out of Atlanta. And he says, we need a new mattress. And now his question was, do I need a box spring? I said, nah, you really don't. It doesn't matter what you set it on. It's just a platform. All, all the action here is in the mattress itself. Now, I also have a pregnant daughter-in-law, and they've been staying back here at the sanctuary, which is in, you know, in a barn on our property, but not at our house. She is finding excuses, it appears, not that she has to, but she prefers to sleep at our house on the Casper mattress. Being pregnant, she just says there's nothing like it. Now, they're getting ready to move. Actually, they're getting ready to move to Costa Rica, so I'm not sure how we're going to handle that. But she is determined to have a Casper mattress wherever they are in the world to sleep on because she's experienced it. You know how it is sometimes when you experience something, you can't go back. You can't go back to ordinary when you've been experienced the best. And hey, that's the way it is with Casper. And if you put in that code, 48 days, then go to caspersleep.com slash 48 days and then use the promo code. You get $50 off your mattress plus free shipping shows up right at your door. Now, there's a couple things I want to share with you that are coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, one is the launch conference that I'm doing with my good friend, Ken Davis. Uh, Ken, you may know him from SCORE, S-C-O-R-R-E. It is the Cadillac speaker preparation event out there, but uh, he's been doing that for years. But he does another event called Launch, and I've joined forces with him. We've replaced our Innovate event because we're going to combine some of the things into the launch conference. It's going to be in April in Orlando at the Rosen Plaza Hotel, April 13th through 16th. And here is where we intend to meet with creative people and help them discover their assets, design their product, develop their market, determine their value. I mean, those are the kind of things that are going to be done there. A lot of you are familiar with that. A lot of you I met at launch in the last few years where I've been speaking there already. So I'm taking a little deeper involvement in launch. Be delighted to have you join us there. Now I'll put a, a, a link to that. Again, if you go to launchconference.tv, you'll see it. And if you use 48 days as a code, you'll get a hundred dollar discount on the event coming up in April. Now there's another event we got coming up and this one is going to be in August and it's going to be in Ohio. Now you may say, why is it going to be in Ohio? Who would organize an event in Ohio? Well, here's the reason there's a geographic connection there that we're going to play from. A lot of you have heard me talk about Carrie Oberbrunner who wrote the book day job to dream job. And when he launched that, he did it at the prison where Shawshank redemption was filmed. We've decided to join forces with Carrie to produce an event called Escaping Shawshank. And this is going to be in August in Ohio. 
We're going to have you stay at hotels in Dublin, Ohio, just outside of Columbus. And then on the morning of the 19th, we're going to have charter buses that take us all up to the prison in Mansfield, Ohio, where Shawshank was filmed. Now, it is amazingly imposing. Architecturally, it was designed so that it would dwarf anybody who walked up to it. It was designed so that anybody, no matter how big the man who walked up there, he would feel like an ant. He would feel dwarfed. So it's that kind of imposing architecture. Beautifully done, but it is very imposing. And this, we're, now we're doing a webinar that leads up to this. Next Thursday night, the 19th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, Carrie, my wife Joanne, and I are doing a free webinar where we're going to talk about how you break out of your own prison. I mean, that's going to be the theme of this event, Escaping Shawshank. How to break out of your own prison. What is it that is the resistance? What is it that is holding you back? What is then your why? What is your passion? What is the purpose for you doing something significant? We want to tap into that. So how to break out of your prison, discover your purpose, and then create a plan. Create a plan for hope, clarity, and freedom. So I'll put a note to this. You can go to escapingshawshank.com and just register for the free webinar that we've got coming up on Thursday, March the 19th. Join us for that. You know, we're, we're going to have a blast talking about the things that do hold people back. But hey, check this out. This, I've been so jazzed about this. I can't stand it. I'm going to play you the audio that you're going to hear when you go. Now, there's a video that goes with it. So it's really dramatic when you go to escapingshawshank.com. But remember... Remember the characters in Shawshank Redemption? Tim Robbins played the guy who was unjustly accused and went to prison. And then his friend in the prison was Morgan Freeman. And Morgan had all those really, really dramatic lines. You know, hope is a dangerous thing. And then he says, you know, sometimes you got to get busy living or get busy dying. But anyway, listen to this. It's, It's less than two minutes long. But I want you to hear this dramatic promo that we've got we're escaping Shawshank. I know something true about you. You've been called to greatness. To create something significant. You've heard that voice in the stillness saying, you are more than what you have become. But you've also faced significant resistance telling you the passion is fading. Time is passing. Someone else has probably already done it. You don't have the resources. You're not talented enough. You've wanted to give up on your dream, but you can't shake it from your soul. It's your time to break free. Time to find hope, clarity, and freedom. Time to identify, engage, and overcome the resistance. I have three friends who will show you the way out, just like they've done for so many others. Join Dan Miller, Joanne Miller, and Carrie Oberbrunner at Shawshank Prison and a special little place called Spark Space. Face your prison and then shape your future in this two-day immersion experience that will help you go from prison to plan to pay off. 
guess it comes down to a simple choice. Get busy living or get busy dying. Escaping Shawshank. The experience to help you overcome the resistance and break into the life you've only been dreaming of. EscapingShawshank.com Well, there you go. Now you can see why I'm excited about that. I love how that conveys the message that we want to convey. So, hey, join us. Just go to EscapingShawshank.com and you can register for the webinar and then we'll give you all the details about that amazing event that we're going to be doing in August. And that's why it's in Ohio because we're going to actually take you to the prison where Shawshank Redemption was filmed. And then the next day, we're going to be back in Columbus, Ohio at Sparkspace. It's a creativity center where major companies like Google, Microsoft, and so send their people to unleash their creativity. So we're going to combine it with that. We want to create an experience, not just knowledge, but an actual experience that can change the results, lead you to taking massive action that'll give you the results you've been looking for. Well, let me go into the questions. Oh, incidentally, you know, Jared, remember a couple weeks ago, Jared asked, why do the rich get richer and the poor get poorer? Is it because they keep doing the same things? Now, a whole lot of you have already submitted your ideas about why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. We've got a lot of diversity of opinions in there. I love reading through your responses. I'll tell you what I did. I just, you know, we've, we've talked about, Think and Grow Rich, I played, as a matter of fact, I'm going to play a a little clip from that in a little bit again based on somebody's question here, but I've got, I purchased 10 copies of the brand new revised updated version of Think and Grow Rich. I'm going to just give those out randomly to some of you who are making contributions, but tell me why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer in your opinion. Then I'm going to dedicate an entire podcast in in a couple weeks here. We'll decide when, but just to that theme, why do the rich get richer and the poor, poor? So let me know what you think. What's been your experience or your observation and just go to the podcast link 48 days.com. You can fill it in there. If you're a little wordier than that allows, you can just shoot your email to ask Dan at 48 days Dot com. I'm just saving all those, skipping over those as I go through all the questions coming in. Uh, you know, identify that in your subject line so I know what it is. Why do the rich get richer and the poor get poor? So, and I've got 10 copies of Think and Grow Rich I'm going to give out. If your question, your comment is selected as one of those winners. Well, Joshua says, I heard you mention something about a three-legged economic model if someone's going into business, and I'm not sure what this entails. Can you expound on that, please? Sure. Real quick synopsis here. It's something I talk about a lot, Joshua. There are three legs to the stool. This comes from material from Jim Collins and Good to Great and Built to Last, where he talked about this. But essentially, you have to combine three elements. Your passion. Yeah, what do you really care about? Your talent. What is it that you're really good about? And then number three, the third leg is what's your economic model? How are you going to, how are you going to market that? How are you going to create income from that? Now you have to have all three. I mean, anything combining or not combining the three is going to be an abysmal failure or at least not be enjoyable. And if you have passion for something and talent, there's no market. Jeez, you have a hobby, but you don't have a business. You know, if you have something where, 
you have a passion for it and there is a market, but you don't have any talent, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be frustrated because it's just not going to work. I mean, you have to have all three passion, talent, and an economic model. Thanks for your question. Josh says, I feel lost in my career looking for a position place that will make me excited to achieve excellence. Now, now check this out. We've already heard from two listeners who said they've listened to, you know, my podcast, Dave Ramsey, Mike Hyatt, people like that and got inspired, changed their lives, took massive action. Well, now we're going to hear the counterpart to that. I feel the more I listen to your podcast or similar podcast, Mike Hyatt, Dave Ramsey, Entree Leadership, the more helpless I feel in my search for career happiness. At times, I'm starting to feel bitter. The worst part about it is that I feel there's no turning back to just being satisfied with a good paying job. Talking to my career coach seems to be temporarily help me help until work wears me down. My strength finders, top themes are adaptability, relator, ideation, individuation, harmony. I feel I need more human interaction than what I get as a web merchandiser, but it is a good pain position and I'm an introvert. Could coaching or consulting be for me? Well, and you, you've touched on some really interesting things here, Josh, in your note. Uh, for one thing, you've kind of crystallized the idea that ignorance is bliss you know, it, it's better not to know about things than to than to have the possibility opened up and then not be able to walk through it. And I agree totally with that. I mean, I know people who are very happy in their ignorance, and I don't fault them for that. And I don't say ignorance in a derogatory kind of way. I'm, sometimes just not knowing is fine. People live lives where they enjoy what they have experienced. To me, I'm a glutton for what else is behind the closed door. What else is there out there? So I'm always looking, pushing, looking for new opportunities. Not that I'm unhappy with the life that I have now, but I just enjoy the process of learning and exploring new things. So if you are spoiled in that there's no turning back, you'll never be satisfied with just a regular job, then identify what would the options for you be? I mean, what are the possibilities for you that fit what you know about yourself? Now, this is where it's really important to know yourself well. 85% of the process of having a confidence of proper direction in our career comes from looking inward first, knowing yourself. Know yourself so well. What are your skills and abilities? What is it that you do that brings unique value to an organization? Second area is what are your personality tendencies? If you're an introvert, that's fine. Know that about yourself. Embrace that. The third area is what are your values, dreams, and passions? What are those things that you're drawn to where even if money is not an object, you are drawn to it. You just want to spend your time there. It's from knowing yourself that well that you start to see patterns develop and think, aha, it's when I'm doing this that I'm really fulfilled. And if in fact you are really fulfilled, if it does embrace your personality and your passions and talents, your skills and abilities, you know what? That's also your best opportunity for making outrageous amounts of money. So they go together. Don't think you have to compromise. You have to pick one. No, they come together and the whole thing escalates your success. Well, again, could coaching or consulting be for me? Sure. I mean, I, I mean, you, you're obviously doing a, a lot of right things. Listening to podcasts, reading, studying, learning. I mean, all that is part of the process. I can't tell you what the magic pill is that's going to make it all crystal clear for you. That could be from working with a coach. It could be from reading the next book. 
I mean, I don't have one formula for everybody. I mean, I, I like to do it all. People often ask me, you know, what was it that was really the tipping point for me in my own business? What was it that really kind of got me over the hump and things started to flow rather smoothly? I have no idea because I did so many things. I mean, I spoke to little civic organizations, you know, for free for years and years and years. You know, I gave things away, I did workshops and seminars. I worked with people, met with them as a volunteer, you know, and those things I started to see the patterns though in what I was drawn to, what I did well, what people responded to, started creating products that were paid products, not just free. And people said, yes, I want that and more. And that's, that's just how the business has been built. So I've been very strategic about taking action as I learned more about myself and about the market and what was available. Okay, this comes from Mary, who says, Dan, every night I listen to podcasts, watch TED Talks, and listen to audiobooks about finding your passion, starting a business, or personal development. I've listened to over 30 of the books most entrepreneurs say to read. I've done this since 2008, and there has been no change. Now, this goes on. I invested into myself and bought a $1,000 online program for someone that was on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday show, hired business coaches, completed a master's degree, and no change. I'm not making more money in my career or started a new business. I'm not sure what my passion is. I love listening to podcasts, talk radio, audiobooks, watch reality TV shows, eat out, talk on the phone, share everything I heard, learned, watched, or read on social media. I would like to start an online business, but I'm not sure what my passion is. I've worked in HR, outplacement, unemployment, job coaching in a variety of industries for over 12 years. I've been very successful at all the jobs, but I've had, but it's not fun. You have any ideas based on what I've written? I want to work, love the work I do and look forward to getting up every morning, knowing my business is helping others and have fun doing the work. Thanks for your time. P.S. I started a podcast and did over 75 shows, but didn't make any money from it. I had over a thousand downloads and people sent me questions to answer, but didn't make a dime. Now, (laughs) uh, Mary, I, I love your, your questions and I love your transparency and your open heart in what you're talking about here. Obviously, I don't want you to stay where you are. I love the fact that you have been open to listening to podcasts, watching TED Talks, listening to audiobooks, reading 30 great books. I mean, my goodness, you, you've got the information, but information by itself doesn't change our future at all. It's just that. It's just information. You know, it's kind of the the transition between knowledge and wisdom. You can have a whole lot of knowledge. I mean, you can know the capital of Afghanistan and the square root of 3,786, but it doesn't do anything to change your future. The difference is wisdom. Wisdom is where you take that knowledge and apply it in a meaningful way. Boy, that's really what I want for you here. So here's the deal. I would just put a plan together based on what you've shared. You've been doing this since 2008. This is 2015. That's seven years you've been doing this. Yeah, it's it's time for a year of Jubilee. I guess the Bible talks about that seven years being the year of Jubilee. It's time for your year of Jubilee. Make this the year where you do see massive change in your life. Here's how I would encourage you to approach it. Come up with 20 ideas in the next 30 days. Now, you've already got that you've got a lot of things you say you aren't sure about your your passion come up with 20 ideas in the next 30 days things that you could do then create a filter by knowing what you know about yourself 
Now you say you don't know your passion. There ought to be things you know about yourself where you see this is when you really are excited. This is when you're really having a good time. I mean, it could be when you're working with ideas or things rather than people. It could be when you're working with kids rather than adults. It could be when you're outside rather than inside. It could be when you're working around cars you know, or computers. I mean, there, there's certainly there are things you recognize about yourself at this point. Just simple observation or ask other people and they'll be able to tell you. So have a filter based on what you know about yourself to then eliminate some of those ideas. So those 20 ideas, you ought to narrow down to four or five ideas. Four or five things that would be possibilities for you to do. Then do a little bit more research. Then choose the best one and take action. Not looking back for a year. It doesn't have to be something where it's like the uh, bolt of lightning or the road to Damascus clarity. It can just be a sense that, yeah, this would fit. This, is, this fits what I know about myself. This is something I enjoy. Passion, as I talk about in Wisdom Meets Passion, is more developed than discovered. It's not something you just have a full-blown passion for something right out of the gate. No, passion comes from doing something with excellence over a long period of time. So don't wait for passion to show up. Just start doing something well and passion will develop and show up along the way. Now, the process I just laid out to you, you can do in 48 days. Give yourself 30 days to come up with 20 ideas. So you want lots of ideas. Then create a filter, start to eliminate things based on what you know about yourself. Narrow down to the best four or five ideas that fit. Do a little bit more research, then choose the best one, take action. Don't look back for a year. That's a process I've used with countless clients that have opened up new doors of opportunity and rewards in many ways. This comes from Mike, who says, Dan, I'm 28 years old. I have a CDL and a lot of driving experience. Uh, CDL, if you aren't familiar with that, it it would be a commercial driver's license. I've been at my current job for three years. I feel very unfulfilled. I'm hands-on, also good with people. I believe God has given me drive and purpose, but I'm having a hard time focusing on what to do next. You think a job in car sales could be a good opportunity for me? Well, I don't know enough to say that. Now, it's easy for me to say yes, because I happen to love car sales. And I could do that, you know, with, with a whole lot of enjoyment and a whole lot of success. But you have to know more about yourself than just choosing that out of a random list. If you already understand cars, you're drawn to them, you like the process of buying and selling cars yourself, yeah, then helping other people do that, go through that process well, you know, could be a good fit. Now, the thing may be here as well, Mike, you know, it's hard to know with absolute assurance on any given choice. You may have to try a couple different things. You know, are you good at relating to people? Do you start conversations easily? Can you persuade people? Can you help them make a good decision? I mean, those are things, if those are borne out, then you would probably do well at selling furniture, real estate, or a whole lot of other things in addition to cars. So there ought to be a real convergence of what you know about yourself and your own personal interest if you, in fact, choose cars. But if those things do come together for you, Absolutely. You can do well in car sales. This comes from Daniel who says, thanks for all you do. I have a well-paying job that I enjoy. I love my boss, my clients, and my work. My schedule is flexible so I can attend to personal matters without consulting anybody. It's a great job. However, I'm not fulfilled. 
A few months ago, I heard you say that nothing is more damaging to the adventurous spirit within a person than a secure future. That's me. I feel that if I pursue something else, I would be sacrificing time with family, schedule flexibility, and the security of knowing where I'll be in 10 years. But I have a good offer. My wife is very supportive. My kids are young, six, five, four, and two, but I'm afraid I'm chasing something for my ego rather than what's best for my family. How do you recommend I go about deciding what to do? Thanks. Well, you give a pretty interesting scenario here, Daniel. When you, when you say, uh, I love my boss, my clients, and my work. My schedule's flexible. It's a great job. However, I'm not fulfilled. I mean, you, you have a lot of things that a lot of people are looking for there and that you love your boss, your clients, and your work. And you have a flexible schedule and you're making great money. I mean, there's not a whole lot more than that that most people are looking for in a job. However, I'm going to go with you on this because you say that you're not fulfilled. If, in fact, and you say that you think you're just staying with the job because you're looking for security, but you you suspect that you're just following your ego to want to do something else. That's a pretty interesting kind of dichotomy you've set up here. And frankly, I'm not sure without talking to you more which path you're on. I think it's admirable to explore something that really is in line with your passion. You don't need to think that that's just ego driven. It's not selfish to want to do something that you really enjoy. I mean, doing something you really enjoy is the very best way to tap into the deepest talent and ability that God has given you and to really live your best life. You can't be your best trying to do some kind of work that you do not really enjoy. So it doesn't sound like you're in a desperate position, you know, like you hate what you're doing. You say you don't hate what you're doing. So if you want to explore something that moves more in line with your passion, sure, explore it. I mean, don't burn any bridges, but if you have a good opportunity there, there's no reason you can't walk down that. And there's no, there's really very little assurance that you can continue doing what you're doing for the next 10 years. So that illusion of security probably really doesn't exist anyway. Well, this comes from Jim. I'm looking to begin a side business. What are your thoughts about figuring this out on my own versus spending money on a program like the seven week startup, B school, earn $1,000, et cetera. The programs are guaranteed, but seem similar to the get rich quick schemes that everyone knows don't work. On the other hand, when a person has skin in the game, rather than using free materials, they're more likely to do what it takes. Thanks, Dan. Your advice is appreciated. I want to get moving on this. Well, I'm a big believer, Jim, in enrolling in programs, go to work, going to workshops and seminars. I mean, I've done that all my life. Now, here's the deal. I mean, I've got audio programs. I mean, I've got an audio program on becoming a millionaire that I paid $650 for. I don't really remember what's, much of what's in there, and I don't know that it really moved the needle, but I probably got an idea or two out of that, and that's how I approach these kind of training programs. I don't approach it in terms of this is going to dramatically revolutionize my life and my success. I look at it in terms of is there one or two ideas in here that I can effectively use? You've heard me talk about going to seminars. I look for a 10x return. If I pay $2,000 to go to a seminar workshop, I'm going to look for the one or two ideas that are going to give me at least a $20,000 bump in my income. I would encourage you to do that. So if you go to you know, the seven week startup or B school, I mean, B school, that's Marie Folio's um, plan. It's 2000 bucks. And she has, 
just amazing testimonials coming out of there. You get a lot of group support. I think there's a lot of value just to being part of a group going through something like that, in addition to just the information that you're going to get. So I don't, I don't think there's any downside to doing those kind of things. In addition, you can explore what is free as well. You can get, get connected with the Small Business Development Center through your local town, learn from those guys. Uh, so there are a lot of resources that you can use, whether it's free or paid is not the critical issue. The critical issue is, are you going to implement anything that you get from it? So do what it takes to make you move. If you are more committed because you pay for something, then by all means, I think it's a legitimate reason. Pay for something and then look for that 10x return by taking a clear plan of action. Well, hey, just a reminder here, I'll pull this in real quick. I haven't talked about this in a little while here. Obviously, you're hearing questions, real questions from other people just like you who are listeners. I love opening the mailbox on Wednesday mornings when I do the recording, going through the questions that you all have submitted. So if you've got one you want to share, I'd be delighted to consider that for an upcoming show. Just go to the podcast link at 48days.com. Look for the little red starburst there. You can put it in there or you can just shoot an email directly to Dan, ask Dan at 48days.com. Well, Ayobola, Ayobola from Ireland says, how do I start writing or join a blog? Now that's a, that's a pretty broad question. You know, you start writing because you have a message that you can't contain. You know, I talked to a lot of people who, gee, I'm going to write a book. Well, what's a book about? Oh, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm like, why would you write a book? Well, I just know that writing a book provides credibility and gives me income and fame and fortune. I'm saying, you got to be kidding me. Don't write a book. You don't write a book as a means to find fame and fortune. You're going to be really disappointed. You write a book because you have a message that you absolutely can't contain that you have to share with others. So if you have that kind of passion for writing, then by all means, write. And if you want to know how to write, how to really engage an audience and build an audience, go to goinswriter.com. That's my friend, Jeff Goins. Goins, G-O-I-N-S, writer, W-R-I-T-E-R.com. That's that's a good source. There's, there's a whole lot of them, but that's a good source to get started in why and how to shape your writing. Sherry says, help. I married into politics. This is an interesting question. I married into politics and it didn't come with an instruction manual. Since there's no guidebook for preparing, helping political spouses like me navigate the political fishbowl, I saw an opportunity to fill this critical need in an untapped niche. I started a coaching practice to help spouses in my state and decided to expand nationwide. Reaching spouses directly is difficult since most do not publish personal contact information. I've reached out to political firms, consultants, and campaign schools who admit they don't have the time to deal with political spouses. Most are lukewarm as if they don't know what to do with me. Dan, I know this is a critical support that spouses spouses want and need. How do I best meet this need and scale up my business? Equipping political spouses is truly a ground-level opportunity, and I want to steward it well. Sherry, or Shelly, rather, I love what you're doing. I love the focus. I love these kind of niche areas for coaching. I mean, I knew a guy one time who did training for toll booth operators. Uh, now, how many people are you going to run into in competition in doing that? You know, probably zero. I mean, I love those things that are so niched and yet have a big opportunity connected with them. And he was extremely successful. I mean, he was doing 
six-figure income years and years ago by doing training only for toll booth operators. Now, so if you want to address the needs of political spouses, I mean, I think that's a great area of focus. And I know there's some things going on here in Nashville where I live for spouses of musicians, unique kind of needs, concerns that they have. So with what you've got, we know the need is there. Now you've got a great website. I went to your website, you know, a great website that you got up capital spouses.com. Others can go there, find it capital spouses.com and comment on it. That's a great starting point. If that really connects with people, people ought to be sharing that referring others, connecting others to that. Also go to where other political spouses are already having conversations. Find if there are Facebook sites, Facebook pages dedicated to that, or if there are other blogs or podcasts that are dedicated to that, just find anything in that area of interest at all and start becoming known there as somebody who has a message to share somebody, somebody who has something to, to, to give of value. But I think you're on the right track. And, and again, blogs, podcasts, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, those are all things you can use social media to let people know pretty quickly what it is you're doing and attract an audience with that. Let me know your success. I, I love what you're doing. Larry says, I've been listening to your podcast for a few years now. Just recently, I listened to the episode where you played an excerpt from Think and Grow Rich, where Napoleon Hill does the actual narrating. I'm a longtime Audible customer, but I cannot find this version where Napoleon Hill is recorded, only other narrators. I know you made a comment about this in your podcast. Can you direct me to the actual product that has the recording of Mr. Hill? As a side note, I haven't, I haven't achieved your challenge of doubling my income yet, but I did accept a new position in a company that provided me an almost 30% increase over what I was making previously. It's all your fault, Dan. Thanks for everything you do. Well, thanks for your note. And Larry, I love the fact that you've uh, achieved some new success and that you're continuing to, to listen and grow. Now, that clip, that book, Think and Grow Rich, yes, it is available. If you go to audible.com, slash 48 days you search for think and grow rich now you have to go down a ways because there are a lot of versions of that that are narrated by other people but there is one original version done by napoleon hill himself it's seven hours and 40 minutes long but look for that one it is there and incidentally you know i know why it's so appealing i mean i mean i i know why i'm drawn to having him narrated i want to hear the principles in this voice we come now to the second of the 17 principles which lead to the master key with which you may open the door to the attainment of your definite major purpose in life uh, this principle of success is called the master mind principle i want you to understand the nature of the master mind principle because you must use it well you're going to through it again his his voice is so engaging that 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 squeaky whiny little voice sharing these amazing success principles so I don't blame you. I want to hear it in the original version as well, narrated by Napoleon Hill himself. It is there. You can find it in Audible. You just search for it. You embrace this principle and make use of it in attaining success. Well, we could, we could park there all day long. Just listen to that. Don't have time for that. Let me grab a couple more here. Um, well, let, let me go with this one. Pam says, how do you determine exactly which job to go after? 
if you have three or so areas of interest. Well, um, let me address that first. How do you go after, determine which job to go after if you have three or so areas of interest? Again, having different areas of interest is not unusual. It's a great starting point. I mean, ultimately, I like in a, a 48-day process to go through and really identify what you know about yourself from that to choose a clear focus and then act on that. That doesn't mean that in eliminating other things, you'll never come back to them. I have a lot of interest that I've had over the years, things that I could very easily go into and spend full time doing those things and enjoy them a lot. So it doesn't mean that I've just negated those forever, but for right now, this season in my life, I know what I'm focused on. I'm having a blast doing the things that I'm doing, writing, creating content, you know, speaking, doing seminars and coaching. And so there's nothing else that is appealing enough that I'm going to export right now. If at some point I decided, Hey, I'm going to stop writing, speaking, coaching, you know, I'm going to have, and I've talked about this, my gosh, I've talked about this in the last week. You know, there's a lot down here in Franklin, Tennessee, that's open. I told Joanne, I said, God, if I just had 10 or 15 cars there and what I would have would be like old classic cars you know, Corvettes and Maseratis and Lamborghinis and old, you know, 54 Chevy pickups, those kind of things, things that you can't just go down the street and compare at four other places, things that are one of a kind. And I could do that on a heartbeat and enjoy it. So again, don't beat yourself up because you have multiple areas of interest, but at some point you've got to decide, okay, for the next two or three years, this is what I'm going to focus on. And I'm going to do just this. Now, the other part of your question Pam says also, how do you get over not getting a job? It's devastating. Well, it is if you put all your eggs in this, that one basket. But if you're doing a job search, like I lay out in 48 days to the work you love, you ought to be getting multiple offers. So you ought to have three or four offers from which to choose. So if you interview and don't get that particular job, it shouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, there's no one company that where it's the only right place for you. There ought to be a variety of things that would be a good fit again for the next two or three years in your life. So if you're doing a job search, not getting a job offer should be pretty obvious. Okay. You know, that door's not open. So I'll look at one of the other open doors. It should be that process of just walking forward with confidence. Well, Hey, we're out of time. I'm going to play our theme song our 48 days theme song. Remember our quotation for today, we cannot hold a torch to light another's path without brightening our own. And again, that process that I talked about is really critical. Give yourself 30 days to come up with 20 ideas. Filter those by what you know about yourself. Narrow down to four or five ideas. Do a little bit more research. Choose the best one and take action, not looking back for a year. It's taking action that gives you success, not just accumulating knowledge. And then join us Thursday night. March 19th. Go to escapingshawshank.com. Sign up for the seminar there. We're going to have a lot of fun going through how to break out of your own prison. Stuck in the J-O-B Can someone set me free? I've had enough of this This life is meaningless These hours don't pay Clock is ticking, so don't delay. It's gonna take your whole heart. It's gonna take all you've got to make the. Feel
take it 